GM, GM. everybody that is in the audience hit that request button come up here on stage and speak it is not as difficult as it seems i promise you how's it going today uh gm just making my uh coffee uh, i'm not sure if you're rugging a little bit or if i am but i'm getting uh a little uh, disconnect, kind of. Yeah, a little bit of rug going on. Just wanted to say thanks for the shout-out yesterday, Calio. Definitely appreciate it. Hey, you you hit right past that 400 straight to the 500 marker. <laughs> yeah, I was pretty happy about that. Two milestones in two days. <laughs> That's not bad, man. That's not bad. That was the goal. Um, but, dude, I'm telling you, back, like, those stages are, are when it's the most difficult to grow an account. I think... <sighs> I don't know. I guess my first experience was a bull market, but the whole crypto space was way smaller. My uh, It took me from, I think, September until January um, to get up to 1,000 followers for when I first started my account back in the day. And that was probably, honestly, the fastest period of growth that I had for the next couple of years. So it's not easy. It takes time, man. <laughs> Appreciate the hustle. Appreciate it. <laughs> you deserve the shout out. So you've been growing your account for how many years? <laughs> I guess it's been like over six years now. Or not yeah, not quite. Actually, I take that back. Not quite six years. It's been five and a half years that I've been uh, on this account because I started it in fall of uh, 2017. But I've been on crypto Twitter for a full six years. Approaching a decade pretty fast. You'll be there before you know it. <laughs> Dude, that's crazy to even say. It kind of is. Man. Oh. Um, Lander, wait. When did you first actually start working on this? Because you said that you just started working on your, you know, building your account, all that stuff recently. So, originally the account was kind of to learn Amazon uh, FBA, fulfillment by Amazon. So, that was the intention. But I... Bought like two thousand dollars worth of fanny packs like two years ago. They're all still sitting in my basement, so I gave up on the Amazon thing. <laughs> but nope, oh, potatoes are cooking. But now, uh, now it's an NFT account going a lot better than the fanny packs did. So only up from here. <laughs> hey, bro, you've got to give us the story of the fanny packs now. So it seems like there's a lot of scammers. Um, in like the FBA world, they'll try to sell you courses and stuff, just like trading. So I bought this this program called Helium Ten. It gives you like analytics of searches on Amazon, like stuff you don't see normally. So we figured out that clear fanny packs were a nice little niche, but we actually weren't able to get them even listed on Amazon. So we just kind of gave up. So it did not go too well. Wait, how could you not get them listed? 
so you need to like buy barcodes and ISINs and all this crap. We just couldn't figure it out. Yeah, <laughs> just gave up. <laughs> but, so we'll see. If anyone ever needs a fanny pack, hit me up on the low. <laughs> Good to know, man. <laughs> Dude, that's hilarious. I've never heard anybody come in here with a fanny pack pivot. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll take a picture of all the boxes and post it. I, I have seen people pivot to the uh, Amazon Marketplace, though, from crypto. Moon Turds pivoted to... Uh, so I've seen packs. that pivot before. Um, Cube, welcome up to the stage, man. It has been too long. I've missed your voice up here. What's going on? Well, in typical Cube fashion, you know... He's going to get to us a little bit later. Until then, let's go over to Pixel Rich. Pixel Rich, what's going on? I swear, man. I like. I don't know if I'm rugging or if everybody is just coming up on stage to intentionally rug me. I can hear you. Can you hear um, me? But you know, I like. I have a feeling it's more of the second than the first. Um, can you? Are you? I think you maybe rug maybe. Hello. Well, I've got I've got trusty Lander up here at least. I've got Crow coming up, and Crow, if you don't come up here and give everybody a posture check first thing, I'm disappointed. Callie, can you hear Rooster? No, I can't hear Rooster. Is he talking? Oh, he Fuck. is trying to talk. <laughs> okay, no, I haven't been able to hear him this whole time. Maybe that's why I've been rugged. Here, I'm going to remove myself, and I'm going to come back in because it sounds like I'm the only one that has an issue. <laughs> Good plan. All right, I'll be right back. So what's going on, Rooster? What up, what up, man? How you doing? About to make some lunch. I just got done a work call at 12 o'clock, so it ended perfectly in time for the wonky space. My manager knew what was going on. <sighs> nice. Got a girlfriend's making uh, blueberry muffins right now, so those are going to be sick nope. in about 20 minutes. There you go. Put some butter on them. Whoa, butter on blueberry muffins? <laughs> Relax. Man. Do it. Relax. <laughs> All right, I'm back, Rooster. Let's see if I can still hear you. Yeah, I got you. Yes. All right, we are back in business. Yeah, you didn't, you didn't hear me earlier. I said uh, Moon Turds pivoted to Fanny Packs. So, they, you know, they got one of them. And doodles, I think a little bit as well, maybe just the socks. Did uh, did anybody try the like the uh, Cool Cats mint this week? The Shadow Wolves. <laughs> no, I saw, I saw you and you and Bags tweeting about it. Though. That was funny. I just replied back to it. I didn't see anything else other than what Bags tweeted out. And, and you know, the one thing I'll say, I don't want to shit on them too much it just seemed like an awkward timing for a release of a project i did agree with that yeah also like cool cats are like 0.7 something right now so 27 something what do you mean no 0.7 e oh yeah 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 that's, <laughs> that's what i mean it just seemed like a very awkward timing for a release you know, considering both the state of the market and the state of the project comparatively to yeah. where they were. Plus, they're overshadowed by Killer Bears. So, they had, like, a another mint yesterday as well. 
which typically their their mints always kind of hold up pretty well. Surprisingly, they have like eight pieces in their collection now or something, and they all like hold up pretty well. Yeah, you know, I, and I wonder if that's because of the mechanics of their supply, how they started so low and you know worked their way up. But one way or the other, Killer Bears is one of those projects that wasn't on my radar at all until Room One Ten. Until you guys brought them on, actually. Um, so shout out to Room 110, always alpha hiding in the mix there. Oh, we got Johnny Solana actually coming up here early this time. Typically, by the time Johnny comes up here and requests to speak is about the time that we're wrapping up the space. Um, hey. Johnny, what's going on, man? What's up, guys? Um, how's it going? Not too bad, man. Just another Friday. More good vibes going around. I'm actually working on some packing right now. Um, so, yeah, man. Are you doing some good. traveling? Not, not, not anything too crazy. You've got my church's men's retreat this weekend, which, like, as, as funny as this sounds, it is one of my favorite weekends of the entire year. So, here's why. It's basically like a little mini camp for grown men where all you do is go out and play sports for the entire weekend. (laughs) So you you have like a couple hundred dudes for the church to go out there and just like the entire weekend is just sports plus, you know, like a little bit of Jesus mixed in. Um, So it's a, it's a good time, man. Like get to know other, other people in the church, but also you just like, get to go out and, you know, kind of like, like back in the day, if you think back to the old summer camps, if you ever went to one, you know, the entire day is just, you know, you're, you're playing basketball, you are, you know, out there shooting guns, you're, you know, <laughs> so fishing, you're, you're, you're crossing you're, them up in the name of Jesus. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so playing spike ball, playing whatever. I mean, like, dude, literally you name something out there playing pickleball like you're you're doing it so that's the other thing too i i've kind of been carb loading leading up to this off my diet a little bit because every time this weekend without fail i lose like five pounds throughout the course of the weekend so i'm i don't know i'm hyped about it leaving here hitting the road here in the next couple of hours so yeah it's a game plan right after this how long are you going to be driving for about Ah, uh, dude, it's not a not a far drive. Just a ranch somewhere nearby. So, are you gonna have your ledger with you? <laughs> nah, man. Everything. Hey, dude, that's the another... biggest mint. The biggest mint of the year is happening in seven hours. Well, R.I.P. to me. R.I.P. to me. That's bro. okay. I, I guess I guess y'all has got the secondary, but um, it must be on a project called Mad Lads. Or... Yeah, because <laughs> I. <ain't heard> <laughs> I know any biggest men of the year on Solana is going to fly under my radar. Um, I think a lot of um, Ethereum players are looking into it as well because the guys have like, the guys are pretty well connected in this, in the crypto Twitter space. Well, um, it, it's, it's by this guy named Tristan and Armani and the this oh, Armani yeah, bro. guy. It yeah, is. He, you're right. You're right. It is actually. Like, that's huge. Um, yeah, it was supposed to happen yesterday on 420, but, like, they got DDoSed and attacked pretty badly, so they delayed it until today, and 
I mean, they had um, this guy named Solana Legend was hosting a Twitter space for them. They had mm-hmm. about five, six thousand people in the Twitter space all ready to mint. I don't even think they had they had enough of the supply for every listener to mint one NFT. Dude, I I will actually back Johnny on this. Like that that is a huge mint, and I mean I should know about it, and I should be mint. Like they gave me. Um, Dude, uh, I mean, I started talking to them and like I, I talked to Tristan probably two or three times on the project starting September of last year. Um, so they've been working on this for a long time. I think they kicked off actual development of the project back in June of last year. Um, so they've been working on it for a really long time. And dude, these are like if you're not familiar with who like Armani is, for instance, that dude is the brains behind half the stuff on Solana. Um, he is just like one of the smartest developers that is out there. Absolutely on top of his shit, super well connected. And Tristan, you know, Tristan's super well connected too. He was in on the FTX side of things, right? Like, you know, but he, he was at that level where he was a high level and he had a lot of connections, made stuff done, but he wasn't a high enough level to be involved in any of the, you know, the bad shady shit at FTX. So, you know, like I, I really respected Tristan. Good dude. Um, you know, he used to host the FTX podcast also. Um, so yeah, no, like their, their project that they're releasing actually, like I will, I will hype up what Johnny's saying here. I, I wish, is it whitelist now that I'm looking at it? You said there's no, not. it's a public man. So it's a 100% public, public. No, no, the white whitelist face uh, is already minted out. What's left for public, do you know? Um, like four and a half thousand, about ish. Then, Johnny, this is where I'm pissed at myself. I know I had a whitelist spot easily if I wanted it. And I just, I think I, I've ignored their DMs on on accident the past few months. See? Yeah, man. It, it happens. I, I try to DM and tell you too, but, you know, you know how it goes. Dude, I'm, I'm just so bad at DMs. It's, yeah, it's bad. So, free money that I passed up on, apparently. That sucks. That's okay, though. Bitcoin's going to moon soon. We got the magnet going, don't we? That's it, man. That's it, dude. I, but hey, so if y'all are aware, you know, what I know there is a good project, regardless of whether it is something that I'm going to profit or not. Like, you know, that's something where, you know, hey, good people that I know that are working on it. I, I'm glad Johnny came up here. That is actually huge. So pay attention to it. Um, yeah. How much is man? Um, Six point nine soul, mint date four twenty. Uh, so like five dollars. In it for the culture. <laughs> no, it's uh, I think it's about a hundred or a hundred fifty ish. But dude, that's not even too egregious. I like I know you you see the thumbs down, but for those type of names that are working on this and the type of work they put into it, you know, I get it on the bear market where we are right now where people could say, Oh, that's an expensive mint. But dude, if you really put it in context of, you know, what some mint prices have been over the course of the past couple of years with some teams that are way less qualified than they are to release a product that they're putting out there like this, you know, 150 bucks is nothing. 
So I, I like I I don't think that it's too crazy. You know, it'd be something if some other no name, whatever that out of the blue, you know, brought some fiber artist and used a chat GPT roadmap payment and, you know, charged $150 mint. That would be different. But this dude, I, I still think that they're, they, they could, they could triple the price of the mint and they would still probably mint out. It's, it's basically a free mint on Ethereum. If you almost think about it, but, um, I, the main the and they also promised like no utility whatsoever for this project that they're releasing the main product that they do have going on is the backpack and it's the wallet that's um they're ultimately making uh executable nfts with it so it, an integration of the nft within the wallet so everything's all within the wallet all the mints and um uh, you know that that's the main uh, product and the the driver. I think is their wallet that they made, Armani made. Uh, and I mean, you can hold Ethereum on it and, and Solana, and, um, and and the the main thing is the X NFTs, the executables. Um, so I'm really excited and looking forward to that, and trying to still wrap my mind around what that really all means and what that could lead to in the future. Yeah, I mean, like, for if you're unfamiliar with the XNFTs, here, here's one way of thinking about some of the possibilities that they open up. And B-Wise brought this up the other day slightly or lightly on the Room 110 space. But, for instance, you know, like a program as an NFT, right, where you can sit there and you have an exec executable program that you can. So imagine like a service to an app that you can only access if you have this NFT in your wallet and, you know, like not just the token for it, but the actual code behind it itself. So say the Angry Birds app, right? Like, and it charges people X amount, you know, it brings in X amount of revenue. You can sell the rights to the code for the entire app, you know, through the X NFT and at like the, the entire code base for that app can be sold as an nft right so like the rights to it the execution everything else behind it is an nft in this case which i think is really really cool concept um that we really haven't seen that depth uh you know right like we, we haven't seen this type of tech before really in the nft space and i really do think that it's part of the future of nft so i'm really curious to see how it actually plays out what type of ideas people integrate with this type of stuff and where it leads to so um yeah you know like definitely exciting stuff there happening on the solana side of things dude Cleo, how's it going it's going well man how about yourself and everyone else good late wake up today so uh took me some time to get on here no, I'm also super pumped for uh, for this. Uh, thanks, Johnny, for bringing it up for the Mad Lads Mint. I kind of postponed like a dinner yesterday to try to make the mint, and then and then the mint got postponed for 24 hours. So that was uh, kind of the worst of both worlds. But it's actually really fun. Everyone should try to um, at least download the wallet extension uh, backpack. You can just go to their Twitter accounts and download it. It's just incredible how smooth it is. You, you kind of immediately intuitively understand like how it's different. Um, 
like you can just click on your NFT once you have one, and then you know through that, just through your wallet in that NFT, you kind of open chats, for example. Like you don't have to call up land or Matrica or anything anymore, right? It's just all automatic. Um, you will never have to kind of connect to websites anymore with your NFTs. Like it's just all built into the NFT itself. So it's just extremely smooth, and I'm I'm, I'm personally extremely excited about where this goes, uh, and the fact that they're using their their own NFT collection as kind of the showcase of their technology is also pretty cool. Um, so just wanted to maybe reinforce a lot of what was being said here. I think it's, uh, it's, it is actually cross-chain, probably one of the biggest uh, mints of the year. And they're also planning to do it um, not just for Solana, right? They're starting with Solana, but they are going to develop this cross-chain. So it's going to be cross-chain uh, wallet. You can do any type of NFT. Um, so I think it's worth considering, even if you're not at all into Solana, um, I would I would check it out already because it's going to be, I think, a big part of the future of NFTs. Would you mind posting some of that to the top? Oh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I can get on it. Thank you. Now, so there's exciting stuff one way or the other. Um, so, yeah, you know, like, appreciate you bringing that up, man. Again, something that I think that it's really cool, too, just seeing this type of stuff drop in the middle of the bear market. I think that it's so much more interesting to me than if it's dropped in the middle of the bull market, because here's the deal with it. Well, first and foremost, I actually do think that it has a decent chance of running, even right now, in the midst of an NFT bear market, right? But even if it doesn't, it'll probably have a cool-off period. And the best thing about something so new that has so much potential being dropped whenever the market isn't incredibly frothy is that it gives a lot of time for development to happen around it before the market does pick up. So, you know, you as the bystander can start to pay attention to what trends really start with this, right? What all happens along with this? And, you know, you can start to pay attention to what type of you know, implications it has for what type of development that you really want to look into for the next cycle. So I think that it gives you an advantage being able to pay attention to this type of new tech, this type of new product, something that's a little bit different right now versus, you know, if it's in the middle of a bull market when everything's going insane, you just don't have the time to be able to dive into everything, right? Right now, you have the time to be able to sit there and concentrate and focus on a few things because guess what? Everything else is kind of boring. So exciting stuff. Start with bullish, man. Start with bullish. <laughs> I'm, I'm excited are you, to find... are you creating a new wallet for Backpack or are you uh, importing a wallet? No, you, you create one there. It's uh, automatic. Okay. Appreciate you. So B-Ways, uh, <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen you get up this late, man. What's what's the deal? What happened last night in Miami? <laughs> no, this is definitely not the first time, to be honest. But, um, you know, it's Friday. It's, uh, you know, sometimes work day, sometimes not really work day. So today is not really a work day. So, um, yeah, I met some people, had some drinks, had some food. Um, yeah, nothing really uh, that is not superhuman. Uh, just became a bit later than uh, than intended. But good that Wonky Stonk spaces are on here at noon, so I can uh, force myself to get going. <laughs> so that's the joy here. So no, otherwise, feel feel good. It's Miami things, man. 
Dude, that is the thing that's the best about the consistency of these spaces being around this time and everything else. It's just like, I mean, even last week where I had a bunch of other stuff going on and I had to do it later in the afternoon. It's just something as the weekend approaches, it's an easy way to get things kicked off, kind of ease my way like into the routine, you know, solid light conversation, good vibes, and just kind of use that energy to roll into the weekend for, you know, whatever else is going on. It, it, like I don't know, there there really is just something about the consistency, the rhythm of this that's energizing to me. Because I actually like I think about it right now, Rooster. I don't know if you get these vibes or not, but like right now, where there's so much, dude. I I don't think I've seen as much fud on the NFT timeline as what I'm seeing right now. Like the amount of hate that is just palpable among different communities is insane, dude. Like there are people just torching each other left and right. You know, it's not GM, GM like it was before. Dude, I'm telling you, there is just palpable hate. And I think so much of that stems back from, you know, as prices are declining, there is just, you know, like people are venting in that direction. I've seen people rage quitting. And I really think like, this just feels consistent still. <laughs> like, you know, we're, we're outside of the FUD. And one of the other good things about it, too, dude, to me, it kind of feels a little bit like, you know, hey, we've been here before, you know, the summer of last year. It feels like that, but still a little bit higher energy than where we were the summer of last year. You know, and it just feels like it's something that's slowly building and progressing here. Versus a lot of other places, it's just different. And like, you know, even in January, we were talking about these type of days, the good times. And there were a lot of people that were like, oh, man, you know, I just I, I wish I accumulated during whatever. And that's like the type of days that I see this as right now. So like we've seen a proof of concept test run with like that December, January type run with how easy it is when the market trends up for real momentum to gain. And dude, that's, that's kind of what I see right now. So it's just, hey, you know, you have an opportunity to be able, as long as you're in a community that's healthy and surviving, you're fine. But yeah, there's a lot of hate across the timeline right now. And the stocks are not part of it. No, yeah, that was, uh, that was one thing I was about to say is, you know, who I don't see engaged in combat right now. Um, yeah, and I mean, like, NFTs are down across the board. A lot of the NFT people this past couple of weeks have been chasing shit coins like uh, Pepe and Poggers and Wojak and all that shit. Um, granted, I did make a little bit of money trading shit coins as well. Um, but, you know, I wasn't selling my NFTs to go, you know, YOLO 20 ETH in the Pepe um, because I think that was going to be my make or break moment. Um, and yeah, I mean, I even seen uh, pandas and pangus have a little bit of beef one morning a few weeks ago, which surprised me because I thought there was a lot of cross community uh, pollination there. Dude, I didn't even see that. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it was briefly. Um, but I was like, oh, interesting. I was like, people are getting getting tight out there. And uh, it is what it is at this point, I guess. I don't know. It's amusing for me to for me to watch, but I'm not really participating much. Yeah. No, it's, it's interesting how the, it's kind of a slow, for the NFT market, It's because it's so illiquid, it's like a slow car crash. Whereas with coins, like it just happens and you move on. You know, here is like, 
it takes a long time to find a bottom and everyone's just undercutting and it's a super interesting dynamic to see play out actually i don't know where the bottom is but it's still kind of uh it's still pretty dry out there let's say and um and everything is still going down but uh yeah i'm sure people are people either capitulate here and and you see people just disappearing from the timeline or yeah some of the vibes are getting worse unfortunately but uh i probably would recommend not to look at the prices too much and uh keep vibing and at some point it's going to turn around it's going to go very quickly as well so um i don't know it's this is definitely as as bad as i've seen the sentiment be for a very very long time was probably since forever on the nft side um which i think is a good sign and then you combine that with um i think i saw someone post yesterday that there's been less than ten thousand active wallets Uh, i don't know what what the metric was but it was a massive decline in active trading nft wallets on eth i believe Um, obviously with gas prices high so Having almost no one trade and sentiment being as bad as bad as as it is, I'm not sure how um, how much worse it gets. It can always get worse, always can, but it can also get um, quickly can get better. I think, dude, it makes me so bullish. <laughs> like it's it's the exact opposite of most people for me right now. I love this, and I you know the more pain there is, the more bullish I get because the actual product is not going away. Right. Like it is not going and NFTs are not disappearing. And eventually there reaches a point of the cycle. Like you just have to understand the way that the mechanics of going viral and that type of stuff happens in the first place. NFTs are perfectly primed to be a key product that in the next bull run. It, it's going to happen. It is inevitable with it. So seeing just this absolute collapse and capitulation starting to happen, I love it, man. Like, and I I hate being that guy, but I freaking love it. I'm not seeing, (laughs) there were so many people that came into this space throughout the course of the NFT bull run there at the end. It just felt so fake to me you know, like NFTs didn't, they started to turn into some weird ideology more than they did something else i i don't even know the way to put it it was just this way to feel good you know no bad vibes no bad energy no this or that type of thing and that's just not the real world (laughs) and it felt so freaking fake to me for the longest time that i love seeing this purge like i am the biggest fan of this purge that possibly there could be there needed to be pain there needed to be this huge wipeout of a lot of that fakeness before being able to move on so i i love it man like it's and you know again i I think so much of it is just having experienced this through other cycles and other parts of the crypto market right like this just happens and at the end of the day it ends up being something really healthy for the space so i think it's going to be something where you have to have a purge of a bunch of that bad stuff that ends up growing around quick you know when something grows too quickly you get a lot of weeds that start to sprout up with occasionally and you know we're just getting rid of the weeds starting fresh and it's you know it's going to be fun to watch the the um the comeback here this next year because i'm telling you man like this space here in the next couple of years Dude, is it's it's going to be so crazy that I I can barely conceptualize it, let alone I think the majority of people that are even involved in it right now. That's beautiful, man. 
feels like you're about to invade a country here. <laughs> you're so full of passion. It's incredible. Um, no, I, I agree with you. And it's, it's interesting because I feel five months ago when we were also kind of in the bear, but not quite as depressed as a, as a community, there was still this battle going on a little bit between people around, you know, utility versus just the art. Um, and I feel like even that now has kind of gone away. It's like just negative on everything. Like people that were defending utility are kind of quiet um, or not believing anymore in how NFTs can bring utility. I'm generalizing, of course, right? And then people that um, that liked kind of the art PFPs or art in general, I think those are also thinking like, well, should this be worth four or $5,000? And everyone suddenly starts thinking in US dollars again as well, which is funny to me. Um, so yeah, it's, 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 a, it's a very, very interesting dynamic and, and I agree with you, Kaleo. I think it's going to be, um, it's going to get better. <laughs> Let's put it that way. So I couldn't agree. I uh, couldn't agree more. And also on, on Rooster's point, like I find it so funny when I hear about fights between, you know, PFP animals. It's like pandas versus. I didn't actually see that, but pandas versus penguins. Or while in our space this week was like the seals. Different seals are are fighting against against each other on random things. It's like. You know what, what, what? You know when when you hear that, you're like, "What are what are we up to? What are we doing?" Uh, I'm sure we can spend our time better than that, and uh, row in the same directions. But it's, uh, I think that's a good sign of like things are not in the right place at the moment. But yeah, even when you have communities that are fighting within each other, like what you're talking about, how <laughs> I think the way Wab put it is, it's like it almost feels like you know maybe a high school where you've got different cliques that end up popping up and not all of them are the biggest fans of each other. Um, so, <laughs> I mean, that kind of made sense to me, but it, it is funny to watch it kind of play out and develop like that. So I think, you know, again, we like, we've never experienced that. It's the beauty of where we are and where I really still think why the stocks at the end of the day, like looking through this on the other side of everything, like, I don't know. I'm, I I really am bullish on this community with where everything's heading. Because from the beginning, what I've said is just, dude, it's all about survival through until that next cycle, right? That is the, you know, you make it to the next cycle, you're golden. So, Crow, what's, what's good in Philly right now, man? What is the, what's the latest? I need the Philly minute. Sunshine and the birds are chirping. It's so beautiful out. Um, I wanted to break your balls about something. There's a there's a chart you haven't posted in a while. The uh, the LB chart. Can we get an update? Uh, dude, two oh five right now. So uh, you're golden. You're doing great. So two oh five. I've been off the diet a little bit. The well, the encouraging thing is so I've been ranging between actually two oh four and two oh seven, depending on time of day, what I've been eating, etc. So. That's the range. I, I, you know, when people give you an exact weight, I don't feel like it's, you know, every person has a, like a daily range. And I think my daily range is between 204 and 207. Um, but it's trending down. You know, the line is slowly, the highs are getting lower. The lows are getting lower. Um, you know, trending in the right direction, dude. And I'm telling you this weekend after this men's retreat, I will. I always drop at least a few pounds throughout the course of this men's retreat that like stay off. So, you know, part of it is a function, you know, I don't have access to just this array of unhealthy food. The other part is being about three times as active as I am in a normal day. 
So, yeah, definitely I'll, you'll, you'll see an LB update at the end of this weekend. <laughs> you picked up on that way too fast. I was going to drag that out for a bit. That sounds great, man. It sounds like so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> nah, dude. So it's – I'm, I'm telling you, man, like under 200 is coming – by the end of this month, uh, not by the end of this month, that's going to be tough. Maybe. I mean, there's a possibility. My, my goal is to have abs by June. I think that's possible. I'm right there. tough, but I think it's possible. Right there with you. Let's do it. Crow, you've already, you're already there, man. I mean, if you guys don't know Crow, (laughs) Crow is a six, seven ripped, just insane freak of nature. Um, you go to the next Philly NFT meetup if you really want to confirm this. Set me up for failure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, I'm sorry. I, I I had to do it again. I was spreading the good the good word of the wonky stalks in New York. That was a blast. Uh, I was talking to Froke about him. He said he loved the wonky stocks. I said I love them too. Oh, so you did go to NFT NYC? I thought you said you were skipping out on it. <clears throat> no, I took a train up there, right? It's like two hours away, so I just went up for two nights. Supposed to be one night. It ended up turning into two somehow. Uh, How was it, man? What all uh what would what, you get plugged into while you were up there? It was a blast. Um hung out with the Sunny crew the first night. Um, I took a really long walk through Brooklyn. I was on the Brooklyn Bridge at like 5 a.m. in the morning. It was beautiful. Um, and then I ended up getting up with uh, B-Ways on Friday. Um, it was kind of running on fumes by like 10 o'clock, but we checked out the D-Gods party, which was a beautiful venue. Did um, you make it in? I heard there were a lot of issues with people just getting in in the first place. Yeah, there was a huge line. Um, we were like following Thread Guy around, like trying to find the back way, but he couldn't even get in. Um, so we just ended up detouring for a while and then circled back like a couple hours later and, and walked right in. Man, so they wouldn't even let they wouldn't even let Thread Guy in there, huh? No, and he's quite short in person too. <laughs> Is he? <laughs> yeah, I always thought he was like six five. <laughs> well, dude, I wouldn't say six five. I, I expected at least like six one, six two. He kind of looked like that. He didn't give six five energy. He's like five eight on a good day. <laughs> dude, I'll, I'll have to go on one of his spaces and confirm this. <laughs> I'm sure he's five ten or something. Five eleven. Wouldn't uh, <laughs> wouldn't underplay it. That was a good night in NYC. I love to hear it, man. I mean, I like. I definitely want to make Basil happen happen this year. Basil is definitely on the list of things to go to for um, later on. Yeah, I think we're gonna try and get the same penthouse for Basil. So, I would I would be interested in potentially debating with y'all. Wonky barbecue. Maybe wonky barbecue. We'll see. Um, oh man. So, um, let's see what all else is, what all else is big on the slate. So we've got the, you know, the X NFT mad, uh, that, that launch coming up here. You know, there's the FUD from 
the Shadow Wolves mint that came up. We talked about the Kill Bears mint that came up. Which again, actually, I want to. Does anybody know? Did Shadow Wolves actually mint out? I have no idea. No, I'm same. I, I didn't track that one. I'm gonna look this up right now. And I, I actually thought it was really interesting that they went with the wolves concept because wolves are dogs, right? And if you've got a cat PFP, why go with wolves? So, I honestly hadn't heard of, I hadn't heard about this uh, mint at all until after it happened, and it was more saw more of the fud than actual details of the mint. Yeah, the first I heard about it was uh, literally Bag's tweet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't even seen about it since then. Let's see this. Uh, I think they're still minting. So yeah. right, let me get my wallet out. <laughs> there you go. And I just put it away. <laughs> <laughs> All the best of them, right? Uh, All the best of them. By the way, don't want to. It just it's not that I hate them. I just don't know anything about it. Uh, it's not a project that I'm following. Yeah, I, I mean, say, man, it's one of those things. Uh, it just people are always going to look for sources of fud one way or the other. It's not something I would have done, but you know, best of luck to them. Um. But yeah, man, you know, I, I think the main the main theme of just right now, again, just goes back to so much of it is just looking for the pockets where you can avoid all the FUD, right? Like there's so much FUD. If you're listening to this right now and you're involved in the NFT space, you're you're seeing all this FUD pop up in the timeline. People are being torched left and right. They're torching each other. It's just carnage within the space. So I think just finding ways to avoid that and being able to zoom out, you know, that, that's the most important thing, right? Like, you know, what is your high time frame plan and how can you execute it? You know, not letting anything deter you, avoiding things like the peep thing. Because I guarantee you, if you try to like just ape into a shit coin like that for life changing money, what you're going to do is give somebody else life-changing money while they take all of yours. Um, yeah, when, when you start hearing about, like, people, when you hear, like, this person bought $250, or $250 worth of PP and sold it for, you know, $250,000, like, that is a signal that it is topped. You don't buy there. You don't FOMO in at $150 million shitcoin market cap and expect it, oh, this is going to flip Shiba Inu. Probably not. Probably not. Yeah, actually, dude, that's the most interesting, the last thing I wanted to bring up was just the fact that I feel like the fact that the majority of people I see degening into the shit coins are NFT people. I think shows you a lot about what the average person in the NFT space is really interested in. Um, and actually, two things: it shows you that a lot of traders don't actually use their like crypto at all. You know, they're not out there; they're not degening into stuff on any type of dexes to the point to where you know they 
you know, like NFT people, they're they're never using a centralized exchange. So they're trading, you know, purely on chain. So that's why I think it's a little bit more native for them to be able to ape into this type of stuff. And that was an interesting revelation that I saw is still that it was like the NFT people that were really the ones that I saw the most talking about these type of shit coins versus like the trading community really didn't hear too much about them. Yeah, I got added into this uh, shit coin trading group chat and like some of the people in there were being like, uh, how do you trade on a DEX? I, I've never done this before. And I, my response was, honestly, you should probably like don't even try. Then you're 99% you're going to lose everything that you brought to the table. I was like, don't, don't even try. Uh, you know, I disagree with that to the extent that I'd say try a little bit, right? You, you want, you, you have to understand there's a tuition fee to be paid. Bring a little bit to the table and try it because I think that knowledge of how to do it, you know, maybe there will be a next time and the next time you don't have to worry about learning because now you've spent the tuition on, you know, just you brought a low amount to the table last time you understood there was a good chance you could lose it. Just don't risk a lot and like gain the experience under your belt so that you can take that and apply it later on. Oh, for, you know, for sure. There's always a tuition to be played, but like if you're trying to ape into, you know, sub 50K market cap shit coins that just launched like five minutes ago um you're probably gonna just buy into all honeypots and have your all your liquidity drained so uh, that that's what i was talking about yeah sure you can you can play on dexes but i i wouldn't do it with the you know shit coins that have only been live for five minutes but rooster the market cap the, the better expectation is just to understand that every single one of these shit coins is a honeypot either way <laughs> right like if you just go in with that expectation and knowledge not that you're buying the next bitcoin the next doge that's going to be here in 10 years but you're probably buying something that might be around for 10 days tops you know i think that's that's the lesson that a lot of people need to learn yeah true uh true i mean my my trade strategy for like even when i do any turbo dj and stuff like this in and out 20 minutes um, <laughs> I want to trade like the, the bit of momentum that's there take my two, three X or whatever. And then, uh, I'm out within the hour. Well, bro, I'd say anything that you can secure two to three X in within an hour. Yes. Exiting is a good strategy. So I would agree with that all day, every day. <laughs> Dude, everybody's, um, I, I, um, I ate into one other coin. It was called Bozo coin. Um, there's a bunch of D-Gods involved or whatever. Uh, so I went to dinner, aped in, and I checked midway through the dinner. It was up 2 or 3x on a not small, not, not on a big amount, right? And I was like, well, I need to get back to dinner. I'm not going to trade here on my mobile. And by the time I got back, it was down 95%, right? So it's uh, don't do it while you have dinner. Let's put it that way. It's uh, I, I like the advice of the quick 2, 3x and out. What's going on, guys? Easel, what's up, man? Yeah, I'm I'm good, man. How you guys been? Uh, just laughing, listening to to the shit coins over here. You know, I, I was uh, I was looking at some the other day, and I, I always like to mess around a little bit. Uh, but there was one going on for it had about maybe thirty hours, and every two hours it will dump. So. 
say it started, you know, it, it was just fractions of a cent. But let's say it started at a dollar and it will climb all the way to two grand in two hours and then, then dump back to the dollar. Time every two hours. <laughs> so, you know, I started looking in, looking at the transactions at the bottom, everybody would buy, right? And you see the FOMO hitting in. But when it would get to the top, only the creator of the contract could sell. <laughs> so everybody going in, you know, trying to jump at the shit coins throughout the day, thinking that it was easy money, was getting rug over like 48 hours. A shot looked like ping pong when on, with only one seller. Dude, so one person that was just <laughs> constantly dumping on everybody else and nobody cared. Well, nobody could know, right? Because you'd look at the chart. Uh, if you didn't look at the transactions, you wouldn't know that there was only one seller, right? You see, But if you look at the transactions, it's obvious. <laughs> I'm sure there's only one seller. If you didn't look at the transactions, I mean, yeah. So, you know, you see everybody just buying to sell higher. Uh, but but if you look at the contract, if you try to sell, you wouldn't be able to. So you, you just hold the bag while they pump and dump. That's insane. <laughs> oh, man. So be careful out there on the streets. Um, that's, that's another key message of this. Be careful on the streets, man. Like, they are rough and they, you know... Don't don't let yourself pay too much tuition if you don't have to. Um, but gents, I'm going to go ahead. It's been about an hour. Um, I need to go ahead and continue my packing, get ready for this. I need to be able to focus my full energy on this so I can give Crow that LB update at the end of the weekend that i know that he is so desperately waiting for along with everybody else on here i will be mia for most of the weekend along with this one of the beautiful things about being out there is there are only a couple spots out there on that ranch that have like any cell service whatsoever so i'm mostly in a dead zone for the weekend so good chance to just escape get out of there so i won't really be back in pocket much until sunday evening so yeah. Hope y'all enjoy the weekend. Take it easy. And uh, we'll see everybody on here this next Friday. Same time, same place. Great weekend. Enjoy. Adios. Wonky stocks are inevitable. Hey, you guys have a great day, man.